Are you a sports fan who didn't know the NFL draft was this week? Then boy, do I have the teaser trailer for you. I'm Danny Heifetz, and I host the Ringer NFL Draft Show every week with Danny Kelly, Ben Solak, and Craig Horlbeck. We're doing mock drafts before the draft. We're grading picks after the draft. Now, do we know which picks were good and who's going to go where? No, absolutely not. We can't predict the future. But people like hearing about it. Yeah, don't you? You sickos. So we talk about it anyway. So come listen to the Ringer NFL Draft Show. And guess what? If you like the draft, but you don't like me, you can go listen to the Ringer NFL Show with Kevin Clark and Nora Princiati and our other NFL experts. Or you can go to nfldraft.theringer.com to check out our massive draft guide. So come listen to the Ringer NFL Draft Show and the Ringer NFL Show on Spotify because they employ me. Or it's also available on all the other platforms that don't employ me. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back. And better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. Ringer Gambling Show. John Jastrzemski is here. Joe House is here. This is one of the three or four best sports nights of the year. Incredible amounts of gambling. Three really good NBA games and the NFL draft, which is the goofiest, dumbest, weirdest NFL draft we've had. We have dumb Jacksonville's at the top. Jets, Giants, two first-round picks each. What House, what excites you the most to gamble on tonight? Um, definitely the NBA because this NFL draft... Seems like it's a full-on uh, conundrum even for the experts, right? Yeah. And, and the subterfuge on the NBA draft is that, I mean, on the NFL draft is at an all-time high. I just want the Washington team to get the safety from Notre Dame. That would make an, that would be an wow. enormous success for the Washington team. There you go. JJ, what are you most excited about? Well, you know, it's funny, BS, because I'm here in New York and the Jets have two first-round picks. The Giants have two first-round picks. You hit on this on your pod, though. The fact that you don't have the quarterbacks dominating the headlines here, it has killed a lot of the buzz with this draft. Yeah. This is like a meat and potatoes draft where it's linemen, defensive ends. I guess what I'm most intrigued by is the idea of the Jets and what receiver they're going to take. If they don't trade for Debo Samuel or A.J. Brown or one of the veterans, and there's a lot of debate amongst Jet people I know. Is it Williams, the kid Alabama, even though he tore his ACL? London, who to me is the perfect fit for them because he goes up and gets it and they need a guy like that. Or is it one of the Ohio State guys? I feel like, look, the top of this draft, it can go 10 zillion different ways. And like last year and the year before, maybe it was the COVID year that got me into betting the NFL draft like crazy. I felt like I had so many tickets going into today. Guys, yeah. I have like nothing right now. Mainly because I can't bet them in New York State, number one. We're going to take care of that. We're going to Jersey later. But number yeah. two, it's like nobody knows <laughs> what's going to happen with this draft. Nobody. Yeah. I uh, So you mentioned the wide receivers. 
on FanDuel, they have the first wide receiver selected props. I like that. Get, Garrett Wilson's minus 160. London is plus 250. And then Jamison Williams, the kid with the ACL, is plus 250. Everybody seems to just have Atlanta penciled in as a receiver at eight. But I could see the first receiver going 10. And I'm really interested. The teams, I think, with double picks, because everybody agrees Williams is like a freaking stud and would have been like potentially even the first pick in this draft if he had been healthy. I really wonder, like, if you're a GM, do you... Do you just say, hey, we took this guy. He's probably not playing this year. Here we go. Hey, fan base, get pumped. This guy will be in street clothes all year. Whereas, like, you know, with Williams, like, by, like, I don't know, next year, that's probably one of the three best guys in the draft. So it would seem like, JJ, the Jets would be the team with that second first that should take the fire on him. It's not like they're going anywhere anyway this year, right? Well, the Giants can sell it too, though, because during the first year of a regime, the problem the Giants run into is that they have greater needs than wide receiver, including the offensive line, the defensive line, replacing a corner. Yeah, you could. Well, sell I like that the- idea with the Giants where they just take both corners. Where well, because they, they, they got to cut Bradbury anyway because yeah. he's making a ton of money. Ton yeah. of money. The Giants need to get a lineman. BS. They have to come away with a lineman. They cannot. Like, if you can bet that, bet that they are taking a lineman with one of their first two picks. House, did you bet the draft? Did you do anything? Only two things. I bet uh, under three and a half quarterbacks in the first round. And a lot of action on that. Six and a half receivers. Yeah, you had to lay 250 on Monday. Yeah, and I still think that's a good price, House. We talked about that on Tuesday. I still think that's a good price. There will be a team that might want to trade up for a quarterback, but still that number at that price, I I was sold. I was in. I I told somebody to fire on my behalf, so thank you. The only one that I have... I did one thing. I, I have two Desmond Ritter bets. Oh. I bet on him to be the first QB selected, which is like nine to one or ten to one, depending where you get it. And then I bet on his under that he'll be like basically twenty nine one through twenty nine picks for him. Because listen, I'm just banking this on history. These teams talk themselves into these QBs, and as the draft starts falling. They start to get excited. They get worried. They're not going to get their guy at number 40. All of a sudden, they're moving up to 28, and they're giving a second round. I just feel like he's going to get in there. I haven't seen the Lions mentioned for a quarterback yet. I don't know why they wouldn't want one. They have Jared Goff as their quarterback. And you have Seattle. You have New Orleans. And they have two first-round picks. Atlanta doesn't have one. That's the yeah, other that, thing. They have two first-round picks. Maybe not with that. They're not taking a quarterback with their first pick, but trading no. up with that second pick for sure. That's what I mean. Like Seattle could move up. You could see Detroit moving up from like 32 to, I don't know, 24. Are the Giants not taking the quarterback? No shot. House. Jay- zero yeah, shot. And hold Jay-Jay. on a second. House, house, house. <laughs> I think Daniel Jones stinks. Let, let me throw that out there. I think he's terrible. I think Please. he will be gone next year. Oh, no. Ju- we we want him many years. Well, More I mean, years the idea, for Daniel yeah. Jones. I want to gamble on him again. Well, we will next year. But they're going to be bad again next year. They're going to have a top pick. They're not going to pick up the 50-year option. It would be asinine for them to take a quarterback this year. Load up, stink. Quarterback crop is way better next year. That's true. You'll get a way better quarterback prospect. Why can't they trade for Baker? Because I think they'd end up winning. You know why? BS, I think they'd end up winning too many games. I can't believe nobody's just grabbing Baker. Like that guy was in the AFC title game. He's well, uh, I know yes. we made fun of him and Sammy's we picked on close. him and all this stuff, but he's he's still competent. Like Daniel Jones is incompetent. The price is right now for Baker, right? Yeah, you're getting him for well, free. Well, where's Baker gonna They're end probably up? Like, giving Seattle, you a pick Carolina, to take him. He's gonna end up on one of those teams, probably. That's true. Seattle gave, right. 
Seattle gave Geno Smith $7 million a year. Uh, they love Geno. Disturbing. Um, this, oh, no, like, Geno Smith, the guy who eliminated my team from the playoffs. So I should uh, maybe throw a little more respect on his name. They really juice up some of these props. And they do this with the player props. too. I'm not blaming FanDuel. FanDuel's our friend. But they know that people like betting positively with props. Right? You see this yet yesterday if you're trying to bet any of those basketball games. If you want to, oh, I, I think Giannis is going to have 25 points. Good luck getting like a decent price on that. They always try to skew it that way. I really like Thibodeau to be a top five pick, and that's like minus 800. There's a chance he could fall out of the top five. Like, I, I'm prepared for anything in this draft. You have a bunch of incompetent teams. Nobody can agree who the top five is. Like, he could go two. He could go seven. I don't well, know and where there are is. character issues, too. That's the other thing. Now, listen. I think Alleged projection. character issues. He, well, might be, he, he might just uh, be a good guy. Well, I, I watched his pressers yesterday, and I'm like, this guy would be a freaking rock star in New York. Like He's, he's got to like, be a, a jet, swagger. Right? That, yeah, I'm with he's you. He's got I think he should... like the Jets. The Jets have been dying for an edge rusher since John freaking Abraham for 20 years. Right. This guy was a stud. I don't know that. I don't understand how they would not take him at four, to be perfectly honest. I don't get that at all. Well, there's so Fando has a bet, Thibodeau top five pick. Any QB to be a top 10 pick is minus 125. I don't think we see a QB in the top 10, though. Do you? Carolina is the only team that could do it, right? Wow, that would be such a dumb move. So no, no, no. Dumb. I, don't, I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just trying to like talk through the bet. I think Carolina is the only team that would scare us there, correct? I guess. God. I say we bet the I'm, I do not think there will be a quarterback taken. So I'm with you there. That Fandle has Panthers select the QB sixth. Falcons take a wide receiver eighth is three to one. I don't think Carolina. I think House, what was that year? When did you take Haskins? What was he, seventh? He went 15th. Um, who was the guy who went seventh that year? Well, Jones was that went Daniel ahead of Jones. Him. It Jones was Daniel yeah. Jones. Jones it was. went sixth. And everybody was like, no, nah, they're not going to take a QB this high. That would be crazy. And then the Giants were like, hold my beer. But remember, we have to take into account Dave Gettleman was running the team. So that that does throw a monkey wrench into this equation. But your team, maybe House, would be dumb enough to do it. Oh, no, no. Not this year. Not, not this year? year. Okay. No, no. House, Jets select offensive players with both first-round picks, plus 270. They're going to do a receiver. JJ, what's the other slot? They would have to go offensive line. They would have to take... You not know what Thibodeau. it would be? It would go... It would be icky... Or Neil, probably Icky, if he's on the board at four and they're just like, holy shit, he's best player available. We don't know about Makai Becton. Remember, he was a first-round pick a couple of years ago. He has work ethic issues. He has weight issues. So that's the only way they do it. Um, I know some Jet buddies of mine who will be irate if they take a lineman. I have other Jet buddies who will be giddy if they take a lineman. That's the way it goes down. I don't see it, though, guys. They're gonna, their defense was so bad last year. They have to come away with a defensive player. I think with one of those two picks. How about, how about Sauce Gardner to be drafted by the Giants or the Jets? Minus, two four, minus 240. Kind of oh, I'm in on that. I'm in. I, because I think if the Jets don't take them, the Giants would take Yes, let's do. Uh, can is you, that too can you parlay this? Can you parlay the minus 240 with something else? Parlay you that can parlay with these. I can tell you when I get to Jersey. That I'll be able right. to answer that question All about right, now. Look at, look at that one for a little combo thing. The last one is that I thought was interesting was the Saints will draft either Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis. I personally believe the Saints will take a QB with one of those picks because I don't know why you would have made that trade up otherwise. That made no sense to me. They they moved up a couple spots 
because they were clearly focused on something. And with how deep this draft is in some of the other positions, that just smelled quarterback to me. What'd you guys think of that? I would agree. The only thing I'd counter is that they're making a mistake. They're probably better off just sticking with Jameis Winston, as far as I'm concerned. I you, You're pitching the choir on that. House, how about this one? Lions take Hutchinson two and a QB 32 is plus 125 on Ooh, FanDuel. That's a pretty I good like one. I like that a lot. Like that. Yeah, There's a family NFL draft bet. Don't yeah, hold that, on. That one works. So we could do, can we do, oh, they don't let us parlay. I didn't think they were going to let us parlay these. FanDuel, no come on. We need to get a couple of drinks in FanDuel so we can parlay a couple <laughs> of these I'm leaving it up to you, BS. You got to schmooze them. You're a schmoozer. Um, get it done. All right. The uh, That's our favorite a, bet, that Lions bet. Yeah, I like that one too. The last one I'm going to give you is, where's my guy Desmond Ritter to be a first rounder? Oh, minus 135. I think he gets in. That's a no for me. I'm yeah, passing. It's a no for you. All right. I'm passing. You're, you're on an island on your own with that one, BS. It's That's just really the price. I don't, I don't want to yeah, lay I'm not juice. laying money for that. If yeah, you were going to give it to me at plus money, I right. would have been sold. Minus money? No. Nah. Nah, me and JJ are plus guys. We like plus I, money. Listen, I have a little extra equity right now because my condo on Herb Jones Island is 10 tuple <laughs> in value. I bought like a little one-bedroom bungalow and the thing's worth like seven figures now. Nice. It's unbelievable. You're like a New York real estate investor. It's Proud really great. Uh, total number of quarterbacks drafted in round one. House mentioned this earlier. Over three and a half plus 290. Under is minus 440. Wow. Uh, good I, thing we got 250, House. We got 250 on Tuesday. Nice. I would argue this. I think that line should be three. I think that he, like that's the, what the total quarterback bet is one of the most fun bets to do. Why? Who wants to lay minus four forty? Like that's fucking <laughs> stupid. Well, now if you do it, you're a moron. Yeah, let's yeah. be honest. You're that's a moron. Right. Stay away from that one. Uh, I wish I didn't find this on Fanduel. The Patriots will trade down. I would bet that all the way up to like minus four fifty. There is the- no question that they will trade down. Bill, no one is drafting. Just say, yeah, let's get some extra picks. We'll do it next year. The problem we'll is next year. everybody wants to trade down. There's big competition to trade down because all the teams with two picks, the Eagles were the first movers. They they did a great right. job with that. Well, the way where the Pats are is right in that trade down territory because it's like you could see the Lions moving up 11 picks. You could see the Seahawks jumping from 40 to 21. I I, I just feel like the, the Pats will trade down. All right, let's yes, talk if about- If you don't trade down, what do you want? Wide receiver? No, let's say they're going take a lineman. Okay. I think they would take Williams if he's there, but I don't think he's going to be there. I do think, though, if he gets to the Texans at 13 and they won't have the balls to take him, if you look at the next few teams, he could drop down to the teens, Williams, because there's a bunch of teams in a row that are just going to be like, we don't want to take a guy that's not going to play next year. That'd be a perfect fit for you guys. That'd be fantastic. That would annoy me. House, that would really annoy me yeah, if they I know. end up with you know, So I well, hope that doesn't they, happen. They could also move up three spots, but Ben Solak told me um, he thinks there's absolutely no way the Eagles would pass him up if he was available with one of their two. So there you go. We'll see. All right, NBA. First of all, we have the Philly implosion game. House and I have Toronto series action that I, I, I have multiple bets. All of the other pieces of the bets have won. I had them tied to the Celtics, oh, that no. one. I had them tied to the Warriors, that one. I had them tied to the Bucks minus two and a half games, that one. I had them tied to two of those three bets together, that one. I have four bets riding on Toronto in the series that I gave up on. 
And now I'm like in the grave with my hand out of the dirt, trying to signal to the people before, before they actually, ah, I'm alive. Um, and I don't, I, I really think they're going to win tonight, but I have so much series action. I can't bet it. They're plus one and a half today. The Doc Rivers press conference yesterday to me was like the all time. We are completely imploding. That was a man, <laughs> him taking credit for shit. Him talking about, go look at my Orlando roster. Who the fuck says stuff like that? I feel like this team is in absolute crisis. I didn't like how Embiid looked. Harden as a section eight. The Van Vliet, the fact that he's hurt weirdly helps Toronto because now they're just long and athletic. I love the plus one and a half guys. What do you think, JJ? Oh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And I'll take it a step further. House and I on Tuesday, BS, yeah. brought up the serious price and mentioned how out of whack it was with Philly going to Toronto, losing yeah. a game five. And what did we get? House, it was like plus 590. It's plus, now yeah. it's now down to plus 480. I may have sprinkled a little more on the plus 590 with Toronto because I'm right there with you. They are winning this game tonight. And if they get it to a game seven, Philly in a game seven in that building, that will not be a home court advantage. That what is going to be like. What a, do we think that line is? Like minus four? Philly minus four in game four seven. Minus three. Five, like, right yeah. I guess there. it kind of depends a little bit on what happens tonight. Like if Philly gets blown out tonight, that line might be like minus two and a half. Minus three. That's why you got to get on that serious price, just for the number and the value in and of itself. JJ, I cannot, I cannot handle any more Toronto. I, I understand that you're tied into too much. I By get the way, that. House, we won our big, our big Fanduel prop Thank before you. round one. We're gonna do this boost. again for round two. The boost they boosted it great. for us. Yeah, Warriors to win the series. Bucks minus two and a half. They boosted it from plus one ten to plus one forty. We handed it out. We pushed it. We we're super excited, and it actually came through. It felt like, good. I feel like we did it. We did a good job for once. It felt good when we did it, and it felt good to cash it. You know, everything's I saw in order. It in my account this morning, fellas, it was a nice little present. Nice little there we go. Seeing all extra you funds this, in the that, FanDuel account. That Warrior series went exactly how we thought. Yes, the Jokic was great. The Warriors were a way better team, and the and the Nuggets were frisky, like to the bitter end. They were coming and coming and coming, and. You know, unfortunately, Aaron Gordon died at halftime. I don't know how, but 15 points at the half. He ended with 15. Cousins was like their second best player in the last two games. That was his playoff career high. I heard that yesterday in the broadcast. That Fellas, was sad. Remind me, that made me sad. We're betting We're betting the, the Nuggets as an over next year when they get dudes back. Because that team plays hard. They're going to have guard play. They have Jokic. Remember I said this. We're betting the Nuggets over next yeah. season. And well, I think JJ, they'll, they'll get a it, mid-level guard too. It they'll might be, be crazy. It might be like 52 or something. They won 48 effing games with just Jokic this year. The jokester. Yeah. There might be crazy they're number. A good, they're a good regular we'll season keep an eye team on. now. Yeah, they are. so no, we'll keep an eye on it. That's all I'm saying. So we like we like Toronto. The, I mean, the plus minus the one plus five is minus one hundred eight. The plus one hundred four to win the game, not much of a difference. You might as well take the Point. plus one and a half. Yeah. yeah, in case you have an Embiid situation like Game Three, take the plus one and a half. Let's talk out how Philly wins this game. So there's there's basically two scenarios. I mean, they've basically been playing a five-man lineup for most of the series because they have no bench. They won't have Tybo in this, although that might not be even be a bad thing because he's been a Section 8. But I, the scenarios to the, are this. Maxi going off. Embiid 
getting like a cortisone shot in his thumb or whatever and just completely destroying them and getting everybody into foul trouble. The fouls are what worry me a little bit. Other than that, I don't really see a lot of variance with this Philly team with the kind of shape they're in. I don't see a world where Harden's like, get on my back, guys. No shot. Do you? No shot. So I think Toronto's a pretty safe bet unless the foul trouble thing happens. See, my fear with Toronto is they can't hit an outside shot. That's my fear for Toronto tonight. That's the only that 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 to me is the recipe for them losing this game. Dominant and bead, Maxi goes off, and Toronto is just ice cold from three. That well, I'm gonna, give, me I'm gonna give you the refs tonight. Oh, and I, I need to know that. Bill Kennedy, Curtis Blair, and a guy who's really making a name for himself these playoffs in the ways you don't want, Zach Zarba, who's become a little fostery. I think over the last year or so. Oh, and a little fostery. He's Uh-oh. a little whistle heavy. Uh-oh. He was the guy uh, a couple times in these playoffs already has been in these like 50 foul games, 55 foul games. So that part worries me, but I liked what I saw from Philly in game five in this respect house. There was like an alpha, alpha thing with them. They had a look like we're tougher than this team and we're going to beat this team. Like even Siakam, who I think kind of goes up and down, even he had like super alpha eye of the tiger and it really, really seems like they think they're going to win. That's the thing that's most compelling to me about Toronto. They now feel like they've stared this team in the eyes. They've taken their best shot and now they're ready for business. And the return of Scotty Barnes to me is, is kind of an immeasurable impact. He yeah, he does, looks he looks like ninety percent where he yes. was. I don't well, know how they did better, it. Way better yeah. in game five too. Way, way better more, in game five. Way more destructive on both ends. I'm with you. But the only thing I would say, variance wise, that I feel like we shouldn't just dismiss out of hand, notwithstanding you know the performance to date, is Harden. If Harden makes. Goes no, eight, I'm discounting. Eight for 11. No, 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 no. House, I'm, house, I'm just saying. House, I'm out. House, no shot. Because you're trying house, to construct the thesis house, go under the which. Go out in the hallway and think about what you just said <laughs> time for 10 out. minutes. Put him in timeout. Yeah. Time time I, time out. I just want you guys out. to know. Well, and I'm here's, doing, more, of a, here's want, more of a variance. You know who is announcing the game? Gus, Gus? Johnson? It's a Gus game, baby. Oh, it is a Gus game. Sound alarm. He's, I'll tell you, Calabro, Kevin Calabro has had better, like more exciting games than Gus somehow. I like Calabro. Gus hasn't, He's good Gus too. hasn't really been fully unleashed yet. Yeah, but that means we're, we're due for a Gus game. You know that. We're due. All right, so we like, I don't like them. I don't want to put them with anyone else. I'm, I'm too personally. Late. That's fine. I'm, you could, you could, you, you could stay you. away. House and I at Dublin. We're yeah, in on the, the reason Raptors. That oh, you want to parlay? Yeah, the uh, reason. Well, well the reason I mentioned that Harden thing is because while you guys were talking about the NFL draft, which I have very little action on and not that much interest in other than just watching it, I was obviously doing NBA parlays. The whole time you were having that NFL draft question. By the way, House, nice hit on Tuesday. Four-teamer. We cash did it, it, baby. That's we right. That was a it. very right. good one. Cashed I felt it. really good about the under in that Miami game. That, that one felt like, you know, it, it all went to script. We had the Miami money line, the under in that Miami game. We had the Phoenix, Phoenix money line and, Golden and the State, Golden, Golden State, State money line. was our line. biggest sweat. Let's be honest. That was our biggest sweat. And that, what would that pay out for all, all the uh, it betting buddies out there? It paid out like plus 315. There we go. Come on, guys. We That's have something a winner to play BS. with. That's a winner. So tell, tell me why. I, I obviously parlayed Toronto and Dallas tonight. You you know I did it. It's like no, I'm, I'm sitting there watching it. Of course I love I'm parlaying it. that. I mean, yeah. I love it. I, Nobody's I not going to do that. It's obviously the most square parlay out there, obviously, but... 
I'm just trying to figure out a scenario with this Utah team where they can win a game six at home with a fan base that has already kind of seen the end of the road with this, whatever this nucleus is. It basically comes down to just Mitchell going nuts, right? That's it. Because Dallas, the Utah perimeter defense is so bad. There is no scenario where Dallas isn't just going to get good shots the entire game. So it would have to be Mitchell, who I think I, I said to you last week, JJ, is CJ McCollum with better PR. Or I said that to Waz. I said that to somebody. Um, it would it would be Mitchell really reaching back and doing like what he did in the Denver series a couple of years ago and having like a 47-point game. I don't see any other scenario where they hang with Dallas in this game. And it's too easy for Dallas so to score. checked out. They seem they so checked out. And House, I was dumb enough to bet Utah in game five. It's oh hands my down. God. Listen, it was the dumbest, guys. It was the dumbest bet I made in the NBA postseason. And I texted the ball to you. Never again. Friends don't let friends bet the Jazz. Period. That's it. So it's Dallas. It's Dallas to pass. End of story. House, I don't know how square that is because I think a lot of people no, think No, I think Philly, the square one would be I think be people Phoenix, think Philly's going to win Phoenix, tonight. The square one is Phoenix and Dallas tonight, in my opinion. That's uh, the square to, parlay. Hate to uh, say it, but I like I like New Orleans too. No, I'm leaving that New one Orleans. alone. I'm I'm right I, there with you. New Orleans I'm do is a the tiny, point. tiny on New Orleans. I, but that one's a, a stay away so from me. I'm afraid let, of that series. If you didn't watch that game, you're like, I have Phoenix double figure win. They're better. That wasn't what the game was. The Not game, at all. Not no. at all. The game was Bridges had his best game. He's gonna and I love Bridges, but that was the best he's gonna be in the playoffs. He can't play better than that on both ends. He made every shot. He did everything. Uh McCollum couldn't get going, which you could say like the Suns defense, whatever, but I think McCollum is too good of an offensive player to just repeatedly go eight for twenty two and this he's gonna have a good game one of these times. They're gonna get calls. I think they're gonna learn that Alvarado just needs to play more. They keep getting in these situations where they don't really play him till midway through the third quarter. I think he should be playing like 25, 30 minutes today. I he's agree. really wearing he down Chris Paul. I love him. I so love I him. He's got that New York City in him. What do you expect? They know who their five are now because they've been starting Jackson Hayes, but I think they know that it's like Alvarado, McCollum, Ingram, Herb Jones, and Jonas. And that's just who needs to be out there. And that's it. So um, from a Phoenix standpoint, if they don't get that Bridges game again, I think it's going to be really hard for them to get to like 115, 120 points. What else do you like about this game house? Um, that it's in New Orleans. I, I mean, yeah, it's really interesting how, you know, a, a, a city that um, we, we sort of outside of there kind of shit on as an NBA city. When the team shows up and shows out, you know, they were very excited with Zion and they, they only got 65 games of Zion. Yep. But it's been a great crowd. I think they had a, a, a material impact on uh, game four. I agree. I And you look at the Sunday game, which they won by 15. And if you look at the Suns, like that, like even the box score from the game, the big thing that stood out was Chris Paul was only two for eight. Um, Aiton was 11 for 14 in that game, but nobody else really stepped up. The thing that happened in game five, other than the Bridges thing, was that campaign made some shots. He had a couple of those, those terrible drives he has when he's going left and it seems like he's going out of bounds and he just kind of whips it off the backboard and it goes in. I don't trust campaign on the road at all. And I, I don't think Paul can play like 40 minutes. And I just think, I think the Pels win tonight. I like, I really feel strongly about these three games. I really like Toronto. I really like Dallas and I really like the Pelicans. 
I'm with so, you on two and a two. I mean, I agree with you on every single one of the games. I don't have the same strong feeling in a New Orleans Phoenix game. I do like New Orleans, though. I feel like out of these three, which one do you like the best? Dallas. Me too. Dallas. Utah is so ready to pack it in. They I, don't I like, like Toron- each other. I like Toronto the most. Well, this is great. Look, I just want to share something with you guys because I told you I was doing these parlays in the in the background. If you want to put together Toronto and Dallas and New Orleans, what do you think yeah. that combination is? Are we talking money line for each? No. Points. Dallas money line and the, grab the points with the Raptors and Pelicans. Why not? It's free points if we think we're going to win. Hold on. I'm going to give you the I'm going to give you both. The money line parlay Toronto, New Orleans, Dallas all to win. Plus 712. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, it's gigantic. All right. So if we get the points, how much are we losing out on? All right. If we only won 12, I have it at, at plus 600. If we do the points, which is Dallas minus one, New Orleans plus two, Toronto plus one and a half, plus, plus 610. Six, plus 614, I have. There we, go. Six, there we go. There we go. So you like, the, you like the points. We might as well take the points, That's right? right. Grab them. Grab well, them. If we end up losing a buzzer beater, we might as well take the points. That's my view. I wonder if FanDuel, because they won't let us parlay the draft props, I wonder if they would let us boost this Ooh. plus 614 a tiny one? bit. You think they'll give us 10 to 1 no, or 8 to I mean, 1? Could they give us 7 to 1? 7 feels I mean, fair. Jesus. Seven? Yeah. I was trying to get greedy. Are we allowed to throw Sauce Gardner into this? We're not. No. <laughs> They're not letting us parlay anything with the draft. Can How many times just do we be, need to tell you? Gambling's so much fun. Can it just be a little more fun? Can we? Why can't we have an NFL draft pop prop with a three-team NBA parlay? It would be so beautiful. That, we got to work on that. I agree. A, that three-teamer, that's a Thursday three-teamer, April, Thanksgiving in April. Let's get this one done. And you wouldn't think seven, uh, four-point tees, anything with that? We go straight no, up points. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, the hell with I mean, that. The hell with that. Let's be confident here. <laughs> yeah, let's All go right. cash the big one. Family parlay. Dallas minus one, New Orleans plus two. Why would we? Why wouldn't we just do Dallas money line instead? No, we of should do one? Dallas money line. Yeah. I actually agree with that. I agree. Me too. Okay. All right. Hold on. And we Somebody, lose a little value. Get rid though. of that. It goes no, to that. plus five eighty four. I'm seeing. Oh, screw that. We'll do the Dallas minus one. Then we're out. Okay. Now that would suck if they won by one, though. Are they really going to win by one? Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's. You don't lose the bet. We just yeah, but, would, yeah, we would get our odds nah, would get knocked down. That's all right. That would be fine. Let's do the plus 584. New Orleans plus two, Toronto plus one and a half, Dallas to win plus 584. And we'll talk to FanDuel if they see if they can boost that last All right. Minute. So before I bet it in New York, I'm going to wait because if we get a boost, I don't want to get screwed well, they, on the boost. Who knows? And I then uh, what was the NFL draft prop we liked the most? Sauce Gardner? Sauce Gardner to be a jet or a giant. But that was minus 240. We want to lay that kind of wood no, on the a draft Lions. Prop? I like the oh, Lions. No, the Lions one we talked about where they Plus take what is it, Hutchinson and a quarterback. Yes. Yeah, so that so we'll make that our other uh, our family bet. Nice. Okay, so we got one on the draft and we Lions, got the parlay for the NBA. Boom. Lions Hutchinson, Lions quarterback <laughs> with two for 32. This is great. Great to see you, John Jastrzemski. Great to see you, my lifelong friend Joe House. This podcast was produced by Mike Wargon. A.K. what do you call him, House? The Wargon Warrior. <laughs> we will uh, potentially see you tomorrow. Survive the gambling, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>